Welcome to the potty is brought to you by Aces Pizza. This is the most authentic Italian pizza in the world. And I say Italian because that, you know, that's how um, your ancestors probably said it. They would, they, you know, or WAP. They would probably say WAP <laughs> without papers. And this is not, you know, this isn't the type of information they really want me to share in their, um, their advertising. But Ace's Pizzeria, look, it is a family-friendly environment, beautiful tiles on the floor, neon signs, family pictures all over the walls, delicious food, delicious beverages. There's nothing else you could ask for at this place. Uh, and you know what? You still get even better service. The service is even better than the food, which is, I don't, I don't even know how you could, uh, how you could expect that. But, um, I mean, this place is straight out of like, you know, Goodfellas or something. These guys are in the back. Fucking make it spinning though. They're cooking pizzas. They do it for their family. And that's, you know, maybe, maybe, yeah, they're putting real blood, sweat and tears into their pizza, but that is part of the, that is part of the flavor. Get your asses to Ace's Pizza. They support us. So you need to support them. Keep their business alive. Keep the party alive. Ace's Pizzeria in the Adelaide CBD right next to the, um, the Adelaide Central Markets. Welcome to the potty. It's also brought to you by Bet With Joel, the best in sports betting advice. Joel knows sports and he gives you the best advice in the game. He was a professional sports better for over 10 years and uh, he's been blacklisted from all the sports betting um, bookmakers because he was making too much money. That's what they'll do. They will ruin your life. They will, they will bankrupt you. I'm talking about the bookmakers, not Bet With Joel. They'll bankrupt you. They'll make you need to get a divorce with your wife. They will make your kids have to wear the same clothes to school every single day. And while that's good for the environment, it's not good for their mental health because they're getting bullied for wearing raggedy clothes with holes in it, with patches on it. Non-brand name sneakers. They're wearing Sykes. Everyone else got on Nikes. Think about that. But Bet With Joel will give you the advice you need to come up big in this this NBA offseason, this AFL season, and, you know, other sports. Think about that. Sign up to Bet With Joel at betwithjoel.com slash ref. That's R-E-F slash welcome to the potty. Promo code potty. Exclusive 50 for 50% off your first week subscription or potty 30 for 30% off the NBA package. That is betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty and to promo code potty exclusive 50 or potty exclusive five zero or potty 30 potty three zero for your uh, respective discounts obviously welcome to the potty is also brought to you by bung bung coffee go to bungbungcoffee.com to get your delicious coffee beans or ground coffee there's no better coffee in the game. That's what everyone's been saying. Um, it won the be- best coffee in the world at uh, Co- World Coffee Awards, the WCAs. Um, some cafes have been saying that they're too nervous to take it on because they don't know that their baristas can handle the bean. The, be- the bean is that nice. Um, people have died, haven't they? So that enter, enter at your own risk. If your heart isn't ready... For the best coffee you've ever had there's some people have instantly done um harikari to themselves as, as soon as they taste it because they're like wow there's no point of living anymore because i've had the best coffee ever there's nothing will get better than this and then bang samurai sword straight to their own guts so that's the level it's at and if you go to bungbungcoffee.com and enter promo code potty p-o-d-d-y you'll get 15 percent off any orders any orders P-O-D-D-Y is your code for bungbungcoffee.com and if you just want to support the potty directly just go to welcometothepotty.com slash store enter promo code I mean not promo code just enter enter that website that URL welcometothepotty.com slash store and buy yourself a welcome to the potty unsourced t-shirt these motherfuckers are butter soft butter soft dude I uh, my non-stick pan ran out of non-stick and I just wiped my Welcome to the Potty unsourced t-shirt around it once and now nothing can stick to that pan. Not even the food I'm trying to cook. 
that shit just slips right out. It's actually not very useful at all. Welcome to the potty.com slash store to support the, the show directly. Let's start the show. Welcome to the Welcome to the party, bung bung. It's your man Clay Tron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, because I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PI of podcasting, the captain, the um, Jeffrey Tubin of podcasting, because I feel like I need to say sorry for my actions. No, I didn't jerk off on a Zoom call, but I may as well have the level I was at last week, but, um, you know, that happens. I don't have a drinking problem. Okay. I have a fun problem and sometimes I can have too much fun in too short a time. And that, you know, that's the problem with the five day work week. How are you supposed to have all the fun you're supposed to have in just two days? That doesn't really make sense to me. Um, but we're here. We made it. I made it through the, uh, the anxiety of the week. I sent out all my apology texts, apologizing for things I didn't know whether I had done, but I just, I was nervous. And sometimes we get, sometimes we get nervous, dude. I, um, I get butterflies before I get on stage still every time. I've done 85 gigs, I think. I've got them all recorded in my little, uh, my little gig book, my little, uh, I've got a book that I put my, um, what do you call it? It's been two weeks since I've done comedy. I can't even remember what uh, my set list. I write set lists uh, in this book, and I put a number next next to the set list saying which gig it is, so I know how many gigs I've done. So I've done I think like 85, 90 gigs now, and I still I still uh, get the utmost butterflies, bro. Like, um, do remember remember the first titty you touched? Remember what that felt like in your guts? You felt, dude. The first time I touched it. Uh, TD, I thought I was a homosexual because I was so nervous about it. I felt sick. I felt like I was going to throw up. And I didn't actually realize I was touching a titty. I was, I was in the computer room at uh, primary school and this girl, um, she was promiscuous at that age. We, I think it was grade six, maybe. Sixth grade. She was relatively promiscuous. Everyone said that... Um, you know, not not me, but ever lots of people used to say that she she would do sex. And um, I'll name her. Nah, maybe yeah. Her name was Shani. Her name was Shani, and I was in the computer room. And you kind of have to be watching the uh, YouTube video to understand what's going on. But this still happens to this day, right? I'll I'll be in a conversation, and I don't like being interrupted, and people people coming up and tapping on my shoulder and shit, and. Oh, pay attention to me now, even though you're clearly engaged with someone else. So I'll just ignore people until I'm finished where I'm at, right? I don't, I don't even, I don't do the, just give me a minute. Fuck that. They should know to give me a minute. You understand? So, and that's a rule that I'm pretty like, uh, pretty solid on. So I've obviously been like this since I was a child and I'm sitting in the computer room and I'm, and I'm doing something work, you know, or maybe Minecraft or solitaire or something like that. But I'm on, I'm on the computer I'm fucking locked in and uh, someone grabs my hand and like takes it behind me like this. So if I'm on the computer facing this way, my hands, uh, my hands back here and I'm still, I'm fucking around like doing coding or whatever, hacking the Pentagon. And uh, I finally finished what I'm doing. I turn around like rolling my eyes to be like, what? I turn around and my hands on a titty outside the shirt. It was outside the shirt. And I got an immediate erection and my gut started to bubble. I, I felt like I was going to shit my pants and bust a nut at the same time. <laughs> um, so that was my first titty touch outside outside the shirt. So, you know, thank you to Shani for introducing me to titties. But um, also, you know, you don't. I don't want to bully anybody here. I, had, I haven't said her last name, but she had terrible breath, dude. Ter breath so bad that I had I actually have had bad dreams about it as an adult. I have had dreams where I've made out with this girl uh, as a grown up. She's grown up in the dream. Okay, we've made out and it's been like poison coming out of her mouth. It's 
that memorable that it's, you know, you know, haunting. I'm 31 years old and these dreams I have. She had a little bit of, um, you know, this is getting pretty rough, but she had a little bit of um, mustache hair as well. I'm just, you know, that was, so these are the types of titties that I was touching when I first, when I first entered the game. Um, now I'm trying to think. And she was a bully too. She, she actually was one of my first bullies. She, you know, she called me the N word a few times, said my skin was gross, things like this. So that was fun. Um, the first titty I touched was a bully of mine. And I guess that's why I felt the need to tell you guys that she has a mustache. But, um, then the first titty I saw slash touched after that was, I believe it was her, like one of her best friends, Laura, um, who also was a bully to me. Uh, and she lived around the corner and we used to do MSN messenger and I'd be like, um, you know, she would, she would hit me up, you know? So this is, this might've been one of those bullying like circumstances where, oh, I just want attention. So I'm going to be an absolute cunt, you know? So she, I would get a message from her. Hey, how you got, she's all nice and shit outside of school. Right. And, um, I'd be like, what the fuck, you know, what the fuck are you talking to me for? And then that she would like ride your bike over or walk over or run over or do, you know, skateboard. This is before, um, uh, what are those other boards called that they're doing these days? With the one, you know, the one big wheel. Have you, you know what I'm talking about? Um, this is before that. This is before the future or the present. This is the past, and uh, she tells me to come over, and I, I ride through there and go to this park. She lived down the road from a park, and I went there and um, we sat on a bench. And she gets up, she gets up, turns around to face me and just lifts up her shirt and flashes me. uh, And she had, you know, I don't want to get in too much detail because she's probably underage at this time, but they were, you know, pretty large, to be honest. At that. They were nice. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, so that was the first probably pair of titties that I saw, I think. And then when you, you know, you get sexually active, you see them, you know, probably every weekend to start off with or every, you know, month, but it's on a weekend normally at a party. Sometimes, sometimes, you know, you finger girls at parties. Uh, there was a party I was at and this girl's name was Alice. <laughs> and we were on the, there was a dance floor at this party. It was dark, of course. And there was one of those, you know, lawn chairs, the, the plastic Ones that get so dusty, you, if you're having people over, you've got to spray them off before you, they come over. There was one of them in the corner, and I sat on that, and she sat on my lap, and I finger blasted her right there at the party. So that's the type of the shit you do, like, probably once a month when you're first getting into, you know, sexual activity. That's what, that's where, where I was at. And, I, you know, you look back, you don't really have a clear memory of, like, your exact technique or whatever, but I'm sure I was, like, you know, either making her uncomfortable or, like, hurting her or something. Like, I didn't know what I was doing. And now, it's fucking game over. You, <laughs> I get my hands on you, it's a problem. And I don't mean, you know, I don't mean, like, sexual abuse. I mean, like, you're going to slip right off your chair or wherever you're sitting. Cheers. This is Bung Bung Coffee, the best coffee uh, at the WCA's World Coffee Awards. Look it up. Google Bung Bung Coffee. You go straight to the Bung Bung Coffee website and you'll get the best coffee you can actually spend money on. And it's pretty affordable, to be honest. For the quality that it is, it, I should be charging the same that they be charging for bricks, okay? Uh, I'm not talking about building materials. Oh, the um, The Cheesecake Freestyle was a hit. It was a fucking hit. Um, I got, you know, I've people have reached out. You should do a freestyle segment where you freestyle on a word every week. Now, you remember, I'm not a rapper. That was very specific because Future, Future's voice made me laugh very hard that week and I had to, obviously had to mimic him um, for, you know, his sensationalism. And I, I went in 
I know a lot about cheesecake. Cheesecake's my favorite cake. And I'd say cheesecake is the best cake because you don't have any of that spongy bullshit waste of flavorless bread in there. You understand? Everyone likes cake because of the icing, not because of the cake. And cheesecake is essentially just a cake made out of icing. Think about that. It's banana. Yeah, it's banana cake without the cake. It's just that cream cheese icing the whole time. So yeah, it's the best. It's the fucking best. Um, shit. What was I talking about? Oh yeah, touching titties. I don't even remember how I first got there, but yeah, I do remember definitely. Oh yeah, being nervous. Oh yeah, I got, oh yeah, anxiety. I had anxiety all week. <laughs> I had anxiety all week, dude. And you know, imagine. Oh, imagine if. <laughs> imagine if I had like programmed like like Pav, you know Pavlov's dog, right? I'd. I had like conditioned myself to get aroused every time I got anxiety. And so imagine if like this whole week while I'm like crying and like shaking and shit, I've just got an, I'm just erect. <laughs> oh, that, there might be a bit there. I might just, I might just have to take a note on that. And it, you know, um, uh, what would I call that? Anxiety. Um, Pavlov's dog, um, uh, erect, <laughs> uh, con- conditioning. There's something, there's something in there, you guys. So sometimes if you write it down while you're recording it, you don't have to fucking go look for it later. So that's why we do that. What else happened this week? I got my car back, got my car back from the crash repairer. It looks fine. Um, but there's just a piece of me knows that it's, you know, it's been invaded again. It's like, you know, you, you, you end up, you know, you turn her around, you, you, you start dating a stripper, you take her out of the game, you take the hoe out of her. No. Well, you don't, you don't, that's the problem. You take the hoe out of the game, but you don't take the game out the hole or something like that. I'm trying to look for an analogy here, but <laughs> I'm having some trouble, but that's what my car feels like. Is like, I know how, I know that there's been invaders. I know there's been a lot of people in it, taking parts off of it, putting back on. I don't like that. The less manipulation this car gets, the better, but I, it just keep people keep fucking with it. And, you know, it's heartbreaking. There was, what the fuck happened? Something happened this week where I was like, I've got to talk about that on the potty. And I, of course, didn't write it down. <sighs> Which is irresponsible. But it gave me the shits. And that's, you know, most of my life is just talking about what gives me the shits. I do it on stage. I do it on the potty. <clears throat> mm, bang, bang. Um... Chet Hanks, let's go to uh, Chet Hanks. He's got a a new song came out reportedly. I haven't listened to it yet. It's called Damn. Um, yeah, give it a click. We might have to. We might have to mute the ad. Yeah, are you? Yep. Always. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh. Skip. What? Skip ad. Skip ad. Fucking. I need to start paying for this. Oh my god, it's a bad Yeah. Shit hangs. Yeah. Oh! The bank. Look. Uh. Uh-huh. I be on my two-step. Yeah. Pause it, pause. West Coast with it. Yeah. Bitch, you know it. <laughs> it's so crazy. That this man is Tom Hanks' son, dude. Like, if someone didn't know, like, if I showed this to my mum, right, and I was like, this is Tom Hanks' son. She would not. There's no fucking way she would believe me. Not a chance. There's no fucking way. <laughs> oh, he has got okay. He he's in like a uh, like a bodega or something. He's got like a 
like a 40 ounce can of malt liquor and black and Puerto Rican chicks all around him twerking. And his first words in the song are, I'll be on my two step. We need to rewind like a few seconds and just and just get back to that. Uh, uh-huh. I'll be on my two step. Yeah. <laughs> West Coast with it. Yeah. Bitch, you know we do the most with it. Yeah. Riding clean as if it coast in it. Hit it once, then I'm ghosting it. Look, damn. I got these bitches shook. Oh, shit. I can read you like a book. Oh, pause Damn. it, pause it. I'm, this isn't going to be able to be monetized on Facebook. Fuck. I mean, YouTube. Um, Holy shit. This guy, first of all, he's wearing... He's confused as fuck, okay? So he's got a bandana hanging out of his skinny jeans, and then he's wearing a leather vest like he's a biker, and then a backwards hat like he's, um, you know, in some sort of fraternity. And now that's that's confusing. He's got a friend next to him who I don't know. I don't know if he's about to do breaking and entering or if he's just scared about COVID. I'm not. I'm not sure what his whole deal is over there. They're sitting on an Aston Martin. There looks to be like a Harley Davidson and then a Range Rover next to him. That it's all over the place, and they're they're chilling out the front of a bodega, which a bodega is like just like a uh, a corner store, like a deli vibe. Seven uh, Eleven, but um, but local. It's like a local um, uh, mart, like not a supermarket, but just like a little general store. And Chet Hanks is talking about doing two steps while he drinks beers and sits on cars. It doesn't make sense what he's talking about. And yeah, he is on the west coast, isn't he? Because they're Hollywood, but. It looks kind of like a New York street, but he wouldn't have traveled to New York for a music video, surely. How many videos do how many views does his videos get? 783. This is only three weeks old. But yeah, three weeks and Justin Bieber, you know, would have like a billion views. This guy's got sixty-seven thousand, which is about sixty-seven thousand more than I get. Um but like, yeah, or I'm just trying to say he's not making enough money to travel to the other side, to the other coast to do a music video. So this is definitely filmed in LA. So the West Coast thing makes sense, but I don't know what he's talking about. Let's hit play again. Let's just go through it. They don't know what it took. Damn. No, they don't know what it took. I hit a bitch one time, then it's over with. Bitch, we outside lit like we supposed to get. If she slid in my DM, I'm supposed to hit. Bitch so thick, hard, or supposed to fit. Might as well bring a friend. Okay. I am literally no longer embarrassed about my weekend last weekend. Tom Hanks' kid is calling women bitches and saying he's supposed to hit them and quit them. Okay, and Tom Hanks isn't getting cancelled and neither's Chet. Um, this guy is so turned. I guarantee last weekend he did worse than I did. Guaranteed. And by the way, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts and this week, I had I listened to two of my favorite comedians who I actually won't name. I'll only name Shani and Laura this episode. But uh, two of my favorite comedians actually had similar weekends to me last week, and they're not even worried. So one, their mental health's probably a little bit better than mine, and two, I'm not the only guy out there doing you know uh, being irresponsible, being lit. And honestly, I would have been fine Saturday if I got home you know, earlier than 6.30 in the morning on fr- on Saturday. You know, I went out Friday, didn't come home till Saturday morning, and then we're recording at 10. You know, these guys come in, I'm sleeping. I'm like, what? Is that time already? Yeah, dude. Yeah, of course. Dude, you know how you sleep for eight hours and you close your eyes and it feels like you just open your eyes and you just closed them? Imagine what it feels like when you sleep for three and a half hours. Yeah, I was scattered. Yeah, I was screaming into the mic. Yeah, I was, you know, probably transphobic, homophobic, racist to probably my own people. Let's be honest. Um, you know, that's... And I was still doing better than Chet Hanks is what I'm trying to say. Hit play. <laughs> I'ma close this shit. Talk a bitch off a pole out of clothes and shit. Bitch, I'm here from one night. Let's make a... <laughs> this is what I'm saying. He talked 
a bitch off a pole and out her clothes and shit, I think. But I don't I don't see why she would have clothes on on the pole. But this is what I'm saying. He's he's transferring the stripper from the club to his house is what he's saying. Um and that's that's not what you want. That is like dude, driving a rental car. That's what it is. And I hated driving a rental car for seven days. I, you know, honestly considered driving it straight, you know, into a wall a few times. I hated it. It felt like, yeah, it felt like I was, you know, having sex with, you know, someone that I paid I paid for it. It wasn't, it didn't love me back. I need some emotion during my sex. Not that, yeah, dude, I'll tell you this. I'm not a big kisser during sex. I'll kiss outside of sex. So it is distracting. I've got hair in my face now. I'm not into it. Not into it. Um, and that's what that's what uh, I'm trying to say about rental cars and Chet Hanks. I think. <laughs> let's let's go. Hey, yeah, let's make the most of it. I be on my two step. Yeah, uh-huh. West Coast with it. Yeah, yeah. Bitch, you know we do the most with it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, Riding clean Pacific Coast in it. Hit it once, then I'm ghosting it. Look. Uh, Damn. How does how the fuck does Tom Hanks have a son like this? Cause do you know do you know Colin Hanks? No. Google him, you'll know him when you see him. Uh I know I understand the pressures that must come with being uh Tom Hanks' son. But like Michael Jordan didn't have, you know, a SoundCloud rapper as a kid, you know what I mean? You've seen him, right? Yeah, he's he's been around like a fair bit. That's Colin Hanks. And he's the one that's like, he's low-key, he's normal, he's an actor. He's actually a decent actor too. Um, and then Chet Hanks is just like, I don't even know what genre of music this is. Um, Like, does, does you know how Chicago's got like drill music? Does Philly have a genre? This is kind of making me feel Philly for some reason. I don't know. I don't know, but I'll tell you this. I I can't do what he does. I can, you know, yeah, maybe I can do exactly what Future, one of the biggest rappers in the world can do, but I can't do what Chet Hanks can do. So that's, I guess that's a compliment. I guess that's a compliment for Chet Hanks. Let's go for maybe a little bit more. This is a two-minute song, and it's I've gone for eight minutes talking about it because it's just so crazy. I could read you like a book, yeah. Damn. But they don't know what it took. Damn. No, they don't know what I've it seen, took. I hit a bitch I've once, bitch, then it's over with. I be on my vampire and I'm a sober shit. Zilla pulled up in a Range Rover, bitch. Pulled her inside like we control the shit. White boy, black clean, we have own the shit. Nine times out of ten. White boy, black what? Oh, Black Queen. I think that's what he said. Oh, he's trying to sell merch. Did you know he's got um, Black Queen merch that he's dropped? <laughs> okay, if that makes sense. Yeah, he's selling merch in this song. This dude is a fucking legend, bro. I don't, you know, I don't want to hang out with him. I'd speak to him on the potty if he ever fucking got back to my emails and DMs, which I'm not lying to you guys, probably six or seven times I've reached out to this guy. Um, yeah, I don't need to hear anymore. I get it. And that's Chet Hanks, guys. And okay, if I, you know, I'm not a, I'm not like a, I'm a, you know, I do music. I mean, movie reviews, not music. But if I was going to rate that song, I probably, you know, out of 10, that song probably gets, probably gets like a two or a three. It's not the best song, but I like the hustle, if that matters. Um, I'm proud of him and I, you know, I wish him the best. Um, but I don't, yeah, I don't know where he goes from here. I, I don't see him getting better as a rapper really. Um, let's go to Clay's reviews if we can. Comedy action or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes. This segment is Clay's Reviews. Uh, okay, so I watched 
a short film called Two Distant Strangers, starring Joey Badass and some some guy who plays a cop who is ugly. Um, and I don't remember his name. But he looks like shit, honestly. Uh, and he... Dude, if I saw a cop that looked like this guy, I would definitely know that I was going to die that day. I'm not even kidding. He straight up just looks like a guy that wants to kill... His name is Andrew Howard. And, you know, I'm sure Andrew Howard in real life is a nice guy. Um, but in this film, he's a real piece of shit. Uh, and it's... It won the Oscar for for best short film this year, 20, no, 2020, 2020. What year are we in? 2021. I think it came out in 2020 and won the Oscars for that year, which were done in 2020, which was 21. Uh, I think it only really won the Oscar because of the political climate, you know, Black Lives Matter and all this shit. It wasn't the best film or short film I've ever seen. You know what? I didn't see any, I didn't see the rest of the short films that were nominated either, but it kind of just made sense that it would win given the, the political climate uh, at the moment. But, um, you know, it was fine. There wasn't anything like overtly wrong with it. It just, it didn't explain. There was no, um, explanation of what was actually happening and uh let me go spoiler alert in three two one i i'm gonna just break down what the actual movie is about he wakes up in this girl's bed it was a one night stand or maybe not a one night stand i think he's just like banging her they're not like in a relationship or whatever right and uh he gets up and he goes he goes out on the street to go home, he wants to go home and feed his dog and he drops, oh, he bumps into a guy who's holding a coffee, probably bung bung coffee because, you know, it's the best coffee in the world and that's what everyone wants to drink. So this guy spills coffee all over himself and he kind of freaks out. The cop comes over and then Joey Badass, he, he drops the, uh, he drops a wad of cash um, and he's smoking, a, he's smoking a joint as well. So the cop like, freaks out on him, starts, uh, and it's a whole I can't breathe scene, chokes him out in the middle of the street. And then when he when he gets choked out, he wakes up and he wakes back up in the girl's bed and it's like, oh, he's just had a nightmare. And he goes to leave again, but then he sees the same people that he saw when he was dreaming. Uh, and this time he's like, oh, I know this guy's going to come, so I won't bump into him. And then he makes sure he doesn't drop the water cash and whatever. And he still ends up getting killed by this cop. And then he wakes up again. And then he realizes he's in some sort of universe. But they don't un- they don't explain why this keeps happening. And they show you... It's pretty hard to watch. They show you this guy getting killed by a cop like probably 10 different times in all different ways. And it's, yeah, it's pretty jarring. I honestly tried... I think I tried watching it about a month ago. <clears throat> and I was, you know, on a bit of a come down and hangover and I just started fucking crying. I couldn't watch it. The first scene, I was about five minutes in. It's about, it's about 25, 30 minutes long. I, uh, I, I couldn't fucking get past the first scene, but then yeah, the whole movie is just pretty much a replay and it, it doesn't, I get what the message is, but don't you need to explain why, like what the science is or why he's trapped in this loop or something. Don't you at least have to like make that a thing? So I didn't like that. And I didn't think like, it looked to me like it could have been shot in one day. Like, cause they would have just, you know, or a week. It didn't look like, it didn't look like much effort needed to be put into it, honestly. And hey, I didn't fucking make an Oscar winning short film. Kobe did, but I, yeah. <clears throat> I think it got like, yeah, obviously I won an Oscar. It got all good reviews and shit. But I, in my eyes, man, I give this shit a 6.5 out of 10. 6.5 out of 10. And you can watch it because it's, you know, it's not going to take up too much out of your time. It's on Netflix. Um, it's like watching, you know, one episode of like Friends or something. Uh, probably a bit darker than Friends. But um, yeah, 6.5, man. That one's 
just didn't do it for me. Even though, you know, I'm, you know, Black Lives Matter and all that shit. And they, you know, they did a whole list of all the black people that had been, you know, slain by cops and all of this. They did that at the end, which, you know, that, that's pretty emotional too. And I get the message. I just don't. I don't think it was like a fucking beautiful film that should have won an Oscar. But again, I didn't see the other ones, the other short films of that year. Uh, and then I also watched this week a film called Sleepers, bit of a throwback. 1996, young Brad Pitt, semi-young um, Robert De Niro. And I don't know, Robert De Niro was, even in like Raging Bull, he doesn't even, he doesn't look that young. He just always kind of looked like an older dude. Um, uh, what's his, uh, uh, Kevin Bacon, Dustin Hoffman, they're all in it. All-star cast. Um, and I don't know, hold on. Okay, we've got it up here on Wiki. Um, producer based on a novel of the same name. Okay, so I couldn't tell whether this was a true story or not. And you know, I'm a sucker for a true story. I've said this many times, and but I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out if this was a true story, and I don't think it was. I don't think it was. Um, but um, basically. A sleeper is the name for um, anyone who's been through the juvenile detention system. And these four boys, they, you know, they were little terrors when they were kids and they did an accident, accidentally killed someone with a hot dog cart. I won't go into the ins and outs of how that happened, but that's what happened. They dropped it down a subway staircase and the guy was coming up and it smooshed him against the wall, dead. Okay, so these four kids go in a juvenile detention and um, the guards are abusing, beating them and raping them and all this shit. And then, and their favorite book growing up was The Count of Monte Cristo, which if you don't know what that is, it's a, it's a revenge story. So their whole thing when they get out is revenge on these guys. And um, they, yeah, they get it. Okay, obviously. I won't say how, uh, but it, the story, what, the story is so like layered and all of this, but then they just they just made it so boring. It would it would it could have been so good, bro. And it was just like it just like kind of wasn't. So that's how I felt about it. And that was on Netflix as well, and that was a six. I give this one a six out of ten. And I don't know, you know, how critically acclaimed this one was. I don't really know, but um, here we go. Okay, so Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 73%, <clears throat> which I guess is like a 7.5. But the average rating here is 6.6. What did I give it? I gave it a 6. So I'm around the mark. I'm around the mark. Um, And then Metacritic, 49 out of 100. Yeah, so yeah. So I'm not, I'm not saying anything really outside the box on this one. It was, yeah, it was kind of boring. They just didn't do it well and then you got Brad Pitt one of you know who I who I think is one of the greats who probably everyone thinks and Robert De Niro and Kevin Bacon you got those three in it and they're still they're, it's not like their characters just don't give them a oh Kevin Bacon's character he had to because he seems like a nice guy and he was absolutely cunt in this movie but you know, Brad Pitt and Robert De Niro just kind of didn't need it. They, all they needed to do was be there, really. That's what it felt like. I don't know. Six out of ten for sleepers. Um, How, lo how long have we been gone? 39 minutes. Uh, I'll tell you this. I ran out of ink in my printer, so I don't have any would-you-rathers or advice or nothing. Um, oh, let's do – let's go to sports real quick. Okay, obviously I'm just doing NBA. So I probably need to do like an NBA, um, probably need to get a little NBA sound bite or something. But I don't remember what the the game score was last weekend. But to start this series, the, the, the Suns came out two games in a row, 2-0, um, two, two right? 
118 to 105 and 118 to 108, which in basketball, in the NBA, uh, is a, they're relatively easy wins right there. Um, and then everyone's like, oh, fucking Suns in four. You know, there's a Suns in four guy. If you haven't heard of him, he beat the shit out of a Nuggets fan who started on him. Um, and then, and then, and this was such a fucking baller move, bro. Smoked this cunt, right? Bang, 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 bang. And then the, the guy's walking off and he goes, he goes, Suns in four, <laughs> which is so fucking dope. Um, but yeah, so everyone thinks Suns in four and then Giannis comes out, bang, 40 point game. I mean, he, he had a 40 point game in this game two loss as well, but uh, 40 point game, 120 to 100, just absolutely smoked him in game three. And they came out game four and Chris Middleton had a 40 point game and they won a close one, 109 to 103. Um, and so it's two, two, it's all tied up. I said, I think I said Suns in seven, which is not the way I want it to go. I want it to go Bucks in seven. I do want it to go to seven, but I don't, you know, I can't really change my tune now. I, I said, I said Suns in seven. I hope it's Bucks in seven. I want, I think Giannis deserves it for signing the fucking big deal in a small market team uh, and just go, I just really hope he gets it. Chris Paul, you know, they keep saying he deserves it. They've got this Chris Paul narrative. Chris Paul is, you know, honestly, one of my least favorite players. He's a bit of a scumbag. He's He plays with no honor. He flops everywhere. He st- everyone hates James Harden for it, but no one says shit about Chris Paul. Um, And... Yeah, I just I don't know. I I don't I don't particularly subscribe to the Chris Paul narrative. I don't I don't want him to. And they're giving him so much credit. Look at his squad. Jay Crowder, solid role player. Mikael Bridges, solid role player. DeAndre Ayton, star. Devin Booker, superstar. Cameron Johnson, underrated star. Cameron Payne, solid role player. Tory Craig, three and D. Are you kidding me? And you're just giving Chris Paul all the fucking credit? It doesn't, it doesn't add up. It's just like, it's just like this LeBron James narrative. He's friends with LeBron. He was in the same draft class or close to it. Let's just do this. You know, that's why, that's why Ben Simmons is so overrated. Because LeBron James called him young king. That makes me want to vomit, bro. Man, you corny. That makes me feel like I'm touching a titty. Bruh, it makes me want to vomit, bruh, without the erection. <laughs> um, I don't, yeah, I don't think Chris Paul deserves the credit he's getting. I love Giannis. I love how him and Chris Middleton both were just like, you know, he was, Giannis was so raw when he came in the league. He was this little baby boy, looked like he could, you know, he looked like a baby deer. He could barely even walk in a straight line. And now he's Euro-stepping around cunts and dunking from the fucking foul line. Chris Middleton, who the fuck was he three years ago? Or maybe a bit longer, five years ago. No one was saying Chris Middleton. Matthew Dellavedova was on the Bucks getting more minutes than Chris Middleton. What? No offense, you know, Delhi. I don't know if I, you know, Delhi used to be a friend of mine. I don't know if you can call someone a friend still if you haven't talked to him in like a decade, but... We don't, you know, no, no ill will. We just haven't talked, but, um, say, oh, dude, same with Liz Cambage. Dude, she, she was a friend of mine. I haven't talked to her in probably this, probably longer than since I talked to Delhi, but, um, she is not going to the Olympics. She reckons she's got mental health issues. Could have fooled me. Does anyone follow her on Instagram? She's wearing like only fucking bras and panties. Doing all the flexing, dude, because I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure she banged uh, Drake. Okay, you know Drake's not just gonna say wet like I'm Lizzie in a song, and you think he's talking about she's got a wet ball? Come on now, she's six foot eight. She's not shooting fucking middies. She's not Devin Booker. She's fucking borderline dunking it. He's talking about that fussy. Okay. And so now she's got all this confidence and shit and she's talking about anxiety. I think that she got in trouble at this Nigerian scrimmage. 
Okay? Don't know if anyone's heard about that. There was a close scrimmage in Vegas against Nigeria and some words were exchanged. And by words, you know what I think they're saying? Fists, hair pulling. Okay? Fucking, you know, maybe maybe kicks. The the Opals, they wear bodysuits. Now, you know who else wears bodysuits? Wrestlers. And I think she fucking took someone down. I think she put someone in a leg lock. <laughs> Honestly, I think she put someone in a figure four. For whatever else there is in wrestling. You know, I'm not a big wrestling. My, my knowledge base is not huge on wrestling, but I honestly think that Big Lizzie really dropped someone in that scrimmage. And that's why she's not a, no longer allowed Olympics. They said the Olympic Commission was investigating it. And, you know, if it's a closed scrimmage, I think you've got to stop snitching. I think you've got to stop snitching there. And if you do snitch... I think you should have to wrestle Liz. And you have to wear a basketball uniform and Liz gets to wear her bodysuit and really fucking tumble with you. Put you, you know, put you in that fucking, that tight necklace, <laughs> that headlock. <laughs> but shit, that's Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal's got fucking COVID. He's, he's out. He's out of the Olympics, bro. And they're putting in... Keldon Johnson, is that his name? And um, uh, J. Cole's big brother. What? JaVale McGee. JaVale McGee. You know, I, dude, I've been told he's one of my doppelgangers, which makes me so fucking furious, dude. So fucking furious. I don't see... Oh, I guess I see a little bit. Maybe that kind of makes me want to shave my beard when, <laughs> when I see that. Um, they're, they're the replacements. But there's other people that are playing right now that are going, right? Devin Booker's supposed to be gone, right? Yeah. Anyone else? Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday. Shit. That'll actually level them up a bit. So who's who's over there now that's not supposed to be? Okay. Um, but yeah, so, so there's, there's all this shit going on. Um... What's it? Who was I just talking about? Bradley Beal, who all he wanted to do was fucking play. Like, I wish someone else got it instead of him, you know? Well, I don't wish someone else got it, but I wish he didn't get it. Okay, let's see this team here. Bam out of bio, Bradley Beal, no more. Oh. Cookie policy. Um, Bam Adebayo, Bradley Beal, who's not going to be there anymore. Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, Jeremy Grant. Oh, wow. Jeremy Grant. Draymond Green, Drew Holiday, Keldon Johnson. He's he's the one that just got added. Zach Levine, uh, Damian Lillard, uh, who we'll talk about in a minute. Kevin Love. Now, is he... Uh, he's, out he's out, injured? Uh, or has he got... Not sure why. Okay. JaVale McGee is now um, one of the replacements. Chris Middleton and Jason Tatum. Now, that's a squad, but they, these guys are getting cooked by everyone. Australia beat them. Nigeria beat them. I think they beat Argentina, maybe? Yeah. Argentina. And what's his name? Um, Scola. Scola. Louis Scola, 41 years old, playing in his fourth or fifth Olympics. Yeah, he'd have to be 51 to play in his fifth. But, um, yeah, holy shit. Absolute beast. Um, and I think I think I saw he had like a 40-point game or something. Yeah. 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 He, so he scored as many points as years he lived. Think about that. Um, the older you are, the harder that gets physically and obviously the higher that number gets. And he still did it. Me, I could... I could barely score 31 points in a fucking social game these days. Just kidding. I would fucking torch social, even with these knees. I'd get that money. Um, so when would his first Olympics have been? 2015. 
Oh, sorry, that's not all Olympics. Okay, so 2004, they got gold. Then he went 2008, got bronze. Hmm. I thought he'd been to more than that. I thought I read something just this morning that said more than that. Don't know. Um, who was I about to talk about? Damien Lillard. Um, there's there's a lot there's a lot to unpack here. So there's you know there's been a lot of talk about him him gonna request a trade, and then there was like this uh, this report that came out. I think it was today, like a few hours, like probably five six hours ago, saying. Um, Lillard will speak on trade rumors after USA practice. And they're saying, you know, oh, looks like Lillard's going to be requesting a trade. He's eyeing off the Knicks and all this shit. You know, Knicks fans are probably, you know, they probably feel like they're going to vomit and, and they've got erections over it. They feel like they're touching a titty every time Knicks and Dame Lillard are mentioned in the same sentence. Um, uh, and... Sorry, my, my mind just went elsewhere. Um, yeah, and so so then Dame has this interview and he's like, I woke up to these rumours. It's, it's not true, blah, blah, blah. But, like, the organisation needs to get on the same page as me and all this shit. We want to win. We're a good team. We're not a losing team, but we're not getting all the way. I don't know if that's the, the plan of the organisation, blah, blah, blah. Which to me reads, yeah, I'm looking at a trade. This is where where my head's at with it. I think the rumors are true. I think he is looking at a trade, and maybe he is going to request one. But if he admitted to it, and then didn't end up getting traded, he would get booed by the fans next season in Portland. So he's like, I'm not going to say it. If he just gets traded, then he he doesn't need to worry about it because he's playing somewhere else anyway. But but would they boo him? No, no, because he's the franchise. Yeah, no one's like no big stars are willingly going there in free agency. Yeah, if they boo him, he could phone it in or something. I guess I don't know. He wouldn't. He, he never would. But yeah, I don't think they'd boo him. I don't know. But I think. <sighs> Why would there be so many reports of that? if they trade anyone, they got to trade CJ. They got to just blow it up. Blow it up. Trade them all out. And keep Lillard. No, no. Oh. No. Get get them all out. Get them all out. Start fresh. Oh shit. Okay. Wash. Okay. Who's 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 Dame looking at? Uh, if he is he looking to win instantly? Is he doing fucking stupid Lakers or Clippers shit? He's not getting any younger. How old is he? 30? 31? I'm not sure. I think it's one of the two. He's been around for a while now. Yeah. Um. Shit. That sucks. Trying to think of somewhere he could go where it's not like a huge pile on. And then they still got a chance. Miami, I wouldn't mind Miami. Yeah, I can see that. Still got a chance there to to like take it out. Yeah, I can see his play style fitting in there as well. Um, who else is like a cusp team? Um, like you're like yeah. You go, you go to say Utah, but they're not getting rid of fucking Donovan Mitchell. It's yeah, you you got to think he's probably looking at like Clippers or Lakers or Miami, really, Philly. Phil Simmons. Yeah. Uh, you know Boston, except they need they need a playmaker, not a scorer at that position because they've got the those power wings. 
They need like a Ben Simmons. Boston do? Yeah. Or like a Lonzo Ball. I don't think they need a Dame Lillard. I haven't thought too much about this, to be honest. I feel like he's not going to be playing in Portland next season, but no idea where. Dude, I'd love to take him over at the Bulls, but ain't nobody going there, bro. <laughs> I'm sure all other 29 teams want him. Yeah. It's just a matter of making the trade happen. Yeah. Who's got who's got valuable trade pieces as well? Because I think the Philly one you just mentioned sounded all right. Yeah. Who's the point guard at um, Clippers? Cap Dev. Starting point guard. Oh, is it Reggie? Is he starting? Is he point point? Yeah, probably. Yeah, he is. Um. Well, you know. Either way, like, they, they wouldn't be paying Reggie Dame Lillard money, but, like, Reggie needs to get paid next season, so it's not crazy yeah. to trade him out or, like, a sign-and-trade. Oh, I just don't feel comfortable talking about Reggie Jackson as the centerpiece of Dame Lillard. There'd be more pieces. There'd be more pieces. But I'm just, thinking, like, I'm just thinking, like, position for position. Yeah. No, like, no one gives a fuck about Pat Bears, bro. No one's trying to, like, he's not being mentioned in fucking Dame no, Lillard no, trades. Not at all. Yeah. Um, what about the German guy from the Lakers? Schroeder. Or Schrader, whatever they... Schroeder. 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 Um, yeah, I can just see Portland flipping to absolute mediocrity with that move. Do you... They've got to... T- if they dish him, they've got to dish him to the east. Surely. Surely they don't just, like, let someone in their own conference just yeah. become... Like that Kawhi trade. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Shit, don't Philly, Philly's, like, making sense to me right now. But, I, you know, I've heard I've heard there's been a lot of interest from Golden State for, for Ben Simmons as well. Wiggins as the centerpiece of that trade. And Wiseman. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Just fucking, you know... Say goodbye to the future and try and try and get another couple quick ones or something. Mm. Yeah, that still makes me nervous. I don't like. I don't. I, ben Simmons kind of reminds me of just one of those like supremely talented dudes that I don't see winning. I feel like that could change with Golden State. Yeah, you got him and Draymond out there switching on, being able to switch on pretty much anything. Yeah, pretty versatile defense. Who just picked up Kemba? OKC. Yeah, do you reckon he'll stay, or are they gonna they gonna waive him? I don't know, dude. I, it's a big contract. It's a big contract. Like that's why Boston. I mean, Boston had to get rid of rid of him. That money plus his. I mean, he's been trash. Absolute trash since pretty much since his trade from Charlotte. And he's just not like I think he's he seems like a good guy or whatever, but like his game didn't translate to the league. Like he was cardiac Kemba in UConn, and I mean it translated, but like at UConn he could put the team on his back. Yeah. At Charlotte, like you're playing in the NBA, dude. He was still scoring, or his team just wasn't winning. Yeah. And I guess that's the most important thing. Yeah, and that's the thing with him. Like he can he can put points on the board, but I don't think he can carry an NBA team. Yeah. Oh, they had to had to try something after Kyrie wanted out. Needed to bring in another point. Yeah. But didn't work. I guess they're just lucky those two wings are still so young. Got some time ahead to Yeah. I hope they get like a um things. I would like to see I'd like to see Lonzo go there. Yeah, I think that'd be a good fit. Yeah. Willing yeah. passer, solid defender. Yeah. That's what they need. He could, yeah, he could make it work there. Um, anyway, that's it. I think. Well, where where are we? Got to be getting close. Yo, fifty nine, perfect. All right, you guys know what it is. Welcome to the potty on everything. Follow, um, rate, review, subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, and you know, go to Ace's Pizzeria. Sign up to bet with Joel. Buy your Bung Bung coffee. Buy an unsourced t-shirt. It's soft as baby shit. I love you guys. Don't forget to love yourselves. And as always, Bung Bung.
Baby, girl, come to. Baby, girl, come to.